0: listening to WMUA News, I'm Livia Migliaccio. And I'm Sophie Halk. As the spring 2023 semester reached its halfway mark, University of Massachusetts Amherst students were anxious to select on-campus housing for the 2023-2024 academic year. With 13,586 beds available in on-campus residential buildings and over 23,000 undergraduate students, many worried they may not find a place to live after a competitive housing selection process in the spring of 2022. During the 2022-2023 school year, more upperclassmen requested to live on campus than in previous years. Rising seniors began their time at UMass during the COVID-19 pandemic, and a period of remote learning disrupted many students' expected progression from on-campus to off-campus living. While some hope to stay on campus to make up for lost time, others struggled to find affordable housing in the competitive off-campus student housing market, where the cost of rent and utilities has increased in recent years. Approaching the start of the academic year, the university also needed to make room for 5,500 incoming freshmen, the second largest first year class in school history. To put it into context, there were over 600 more students entering UMass in the class of 2026 than in the class of 2025. UMass Residential Life Student
1: Services could not accommodate 120 transfer students on campus and housed them at the Econo Lodge in Hadley. The Econo Lodge is a 15 to 20 minute bus ride away from UMass, limiting the 120 residents' access to campus resources and community. Residential life historically guaranteed housing for freshmen and transfer students and accommodated sophomores, juniors, and seniors who requested on-campus housing, but took a new approach for the 2023 to 2024 academic year. Only freshmen would be guaranteed housing. Residential life representative, Justin Dowd, spoke to the Student Government Association in November, 2022, about the new policy saying, quote, there has never been a guarantee beyond freshmen we're just being a little bit more direct this year that we do expect that there may be some juniors and seniors that are not able to select the space. End quote. Housing selection began on Wednesday, March 29th, and Residential Life Student Services intended for appointments to continue on weekdays until Friday, April 7th. On the fourth day of house selection, Residential Life emailed students saying there were no more beds available, leaving approximately 900 appointments unfulfilled. In the midst of the housing selection process, we spoke with UMass undergraduate and graduate students to learn how they found housing on campus and what UMass could do to improve its housing selection. Listen for more.
2: So I'm Rachel and I am a junior in civil engineering.
3: And I'm Carolyn and I'm also a civil engineering junior.
0: So, do you live on campus right
3: now? Yes, we live in North Apartments.
0: And how did you choose North Apartments last year during the housing selection
3: process? Uh, For my roommates and I, um, we were actually trying to live in Maple, but everything, like the second our time hit, everything was locked. And so we were scrambling to find something, otherwise we kind of like wouldn't have any housing and we didn't know what to do. So we checked out North Apartments and there was like one left and we were thankfully able to get it, but (laughs) it was stressful. (laughs)
0: So for someone who isn't a UMass student who knows nothing about our housing selection process, can you walk us through how it works?
2: Last year, we had to sign up for like a selection appointment which like randomly put us somewhere in line once we actually got it. And then you like there's like a weird like navigation like search system that's like not super user friendly. So Hopefully you can find a room there, and then when it's actually time to pick one, most are gone. Like if you didn't luck out with your selection priority.
0: So you used words like gamble, stressful. Can you kind of walk us through like in the moment your time hits, like what does that feel like? What are you doing?
2: It's a rush. Like my <laughs> roommate and I, we were like we immediately selected one. We're like we just have to run with it. Like it's like we we like had a strategy. Like there were I think like a cu- there were a couple rooms left that we could choose from. But, but, like, it was really stressful because yeah. if we didn't get that, like, we had
3: no idea where we'd be living.
0: And what do you do if it doesn't work out? Has that ever happened to you?
3: I mean, our our first choices for my roommates and I didn't work out, so we were scrambling. Luckily, we were able to find north at the last second. But um, if we hadn't been able to, especially as, as juniors, we're not, like, top of the priority to get housing because they're trying to like get the underclass more houses. Um, so we would have probably had to try and find something off campus, but since it's like so last minute, there's not usually a lot left.
0: Mm. Yeah. And do you feel like there, in the event it hadn't worked out, do you feel like there would have been off-campus housing available to you, or do you know what you would have done? No, I don't think it would have been easy to find it.
2: Like, I th- Or at least something good. Or, yeah, something good at a reasonable, like, cost. So I think that would have been really, really difficult.
0: How does affordability impact this whole process for you?
2: Because it's, like, such a rush to, like, get any housing, affordability, unfortunately, like, became an afterthought to me because, like, North Apartments living there is very expensive. But, like, I was so desperate to get housing. I, like, I barely thought about it at the time. I was just like, throw me in, put me somewhere. But looking back, I do think I overpay for where I live. Yeah, definitely.
4: Hi, I'm Maharo. Um, I'm a senior at UMass. I study sustainable community development.
5: Hi, um, I'm Omar Gualanho. I'm a first-year PhD at political science, UMass. Um, I tried to get housing, but apparently the grad student housing was under renovation, so I had to get a place off-campus.
0: And so, when you were looking for off-campus housing, what was the pool of housing available to you?
5: Um, There really wasn't a big pool, I would say. Um, I'm an international student, so it was kind of very difficult to get a place. I literally had to come here to Amherst to get a place.
0: So what did you do in that, that time before you had housing, but you had to be in the area?
5: I stayed on the Airbnb, which was weird for me. Apparently I live somewhere that's quite expensive, so that has been weird. Um, I really like the building, but it kind of like affects my ability to save money, and I'm very thrifty.
0: What, what are some examples of being thrifty?
5: um generally I just like I make my own food most of the time I hardly go out and spend money um, I reuse most of my plastics uh,
1: and um do you have anything you'd like students who do not go to UMass to know about umass's process
4: um like students who might consider UMass yeah or just Um, Awareness. Um, I think that it's a difficult process having a large school. um, There's a lot of residential buildings, but there's not a lot of capacity for students to like live or like find secure housing easy. So I think that UMass students definitely struggle in that aspect, especially if they want to like they have certain preferences on where they want to live.
1: And do you have any ideas for improvement or like things you wish UMass would do better? I think that
4: I just mm, I think that with the I know that they used some of the like um, lounge spaces for rooms, and I think I understand that. I think the discount could be much. I think that could be more transparent of like the situation.
1: This is Livia, I'm here with Aliza, and um, we're trying to get our room, for context, um, we wanted a certain cluster of rooms, two of them are full, and one of them has two rooms left, so we're really uh, nervous, our other backup is in a totally different area, so we're a little nervy, <laughs> I'm really scared. This is scared.
3: Before I open my like, acceptance and rejection. <laughs> yeah.
1: This is a big deal, oh it's 110. You're currently hearing my roommate and I select our room through the online housing portal. No. With class less than 10 minutes after our appointment, we met at the Quad Cafe in Marcus Hall to decide our fate for next year. We hunched over our laptops, staring down a list of all 51 I, residence yeah, halls as the number of available rooms shrunk rapidly. At 1:10, there were only two rooms left. Oh, our palms were sweating really nice. when we clicked okay. on a room and waited in fear for confirmation it was ours. Okay. Oh, oh. And then saved. save. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> Do we um, get it? You've selected li- an assignment. We <gasps> got the very last room. <laughs> we got the last room. Yes. Oh my god. Cool. Wait. Should, where does it say that we are? Refresh. Like yeah. I want to see it confirmed. Oh, we'll get an email. <gasps> look!
4: Yay! Um.
1: <laughs> yeah. So we have housing. We got the very last room in this residence
3: hall.
6: My name is Snigba. I'm class of 25. I'm a computer science major.
1: Alright, so um, what are your plans for housing next year? Are you going to live on campus or off campus? I just submitted my housing for on
6: campus at UMass. And how is that process for you? It definitely causes a lot of tension. I was just talking with my friends about how freshman year, you just choose your area and it's kind of off your hands. Here you have to do a lot of research and figure out like room dimensions and buildings and commutes and stuff. So it's a bit more tedious, but I think the process itself is as simple as it can get with
0: the level of specificity that we have. I mean, do you have a sense of, so you guys are freshmen right now? Yes. So you know you're, you'll get housing on campus, or, or were you yes. ever worried? I, I'm i more worried for, so I'm graduating in three years.
6: I only have to worry about next year, but I am stressed about it already, yes. Also, I'm an out-of-state student, so that makes it a lot harder, but I'm not going to choose to stress myself about it yet.
0: How does it make <laughs> it harder?
6: Just because I don't have the luxury of um, being able to, to afford like a nicer place i have to really spring for smaller options low-cost options and also it's just a pain to commute back and forth all the time and getting kicked off of campus for every break is annoying but um, having a place of my own would make it easier so it's just like a lot to think about
0: How does on-campus housing contribute to your college experience? What have you gained from living on campus?
6: Aside from just meeting people and um, community events and stuff, it just provides a lot of ease of access. Like, I don't have to go far for food or classes. I don't have to worry about factoring in a bus schedule into making my day-to-day life work. It's just more convenient all around. So I think UMass not being able to deliver on the basics, like providing their students a place to live, is
0: kind of unreasonable. Do you think state schools have a certain obligation related to housing that private colleges don't? I think every college has an obligation to provide housing for people who are paying tens of thousands of
6: dollars to come. Yeah, you should house your students on campus.
3: (laughs)
1: students mobilized in solidarity with their peers who did not find housing, and planned to sleep next to the campus pond on the night of April 13th in protests of the UMass housing selection process. In the next installment of our series on housing at UMass, we will follow these student protesters and meet with the university administrators to learn about overpopulation on campus. For WMUA News, I'm Livia Migliaccio. And I'm Sophie Howe.